When I looked at the size of the sports market in India, I was shocked. It's just $1.5 billion in terms of revenues, which is equal to four days of China sports revenue. I thought, hey, you must do something about the 300 million people who have no platform to express their sporting journey and emotions. And that is when the idea of my sports came in. Welcome to another edition of the Columbia University Sports Podcast, The Cusp Show, where we talk about the business of sports, media, disruption, entertainment, all different kinds of things. I'm Joe Favorito. We're here on a Friday at the end of October at the Columbia University Sports Management Conference, the first one we've done in person in three or four years. So we're going to be doing some micro podcasts uh, from here for probably about 15 to 20 minutes with some of our guests. Uh, the first one we're going to do, and if you're listening in the listening to them in order, it will be the first one. But the digital space and the fan engagement space and the community space is obviously top of mind for anyone who's involved in the business. Um, our guest on this podcast is going to be Saurav Banerjee, the managing director and founder of MyTake, which is the overall company. But he's got a pretty interesting community platform that he started to build and has grown very quickly. Uh, that we wanted to talk about. So, Saurabh, welcome to the Cusp Show. And so, Saurabh, tell us about your brand journey. Yeah, thank you, Joe. Thank you for inviting me to this podcast. Um, so, I'm actually from India. And uh, as you know, it's a big country, 1.4 billion people, 600 million people under the age of 30. And uh, we have 300 million people who play sports. Uh, IPL is the largest sporting league in India. It's cricket and 900 million people watch it. I used to be a venture capitalist and, uh, uh, and I was looking at various sectors. Sports was one of them. When I looked at the size of the sports market in India, I was shocked. It's just $1.5 billion in terms of revenues, which is equal to four days of China sports revenue. I thought, hey, you must do something about the 300 million people who have no platform to express their sporting journey and emotions. And that is when the idea of my sports came in. And this my has an extra while. So it's basically inclusion of sports for the youth. So these 300 million people uh, now have my sports, which is basically a user-generated content platform. It has simple tools, which allows you to capture your sporting journey. And what it essentially does is you can now play your own matches and it will be broadcast live. All your stats will be out there, archived for posterity, not only for the players, but for the team, for the leagues, everybody's journey is archived. That's one. Second, as the match progresses, clips of your performance gets automatically generated, which means that you can socialize your best sporting moments to your friends and family and everybody. Third, you can actually start earning through the app. So we have acquired a gaming company called MyHashDash, which is creating virtual experiences because I think it's important that the content which gets generated by the users has to be professional, great, and it has to be entertaining. If sports is not entertaining, people are not going to watch it. So we started this, the app actually got into play 120 days back in the MVP form and it's already there in 25 countries. We have close to 100,000 downloads. We have close to four and a half million views and with zero marketing. That is the pull factor of this platform. And it's 
just so happens that India is the largest market for this, but we are a global app. It's like a Microsoft Excel or a PowerPoint. It can work anywhere in the world. In fact, to just give you an example, two weeks back, there's something called Street Child World Cup, which happens as a shoulder event to FIFA. It happened in Doha, where 25 countries participated, street children, uh, underprivileged children from 25 countries participated, and the entire experience was captured on a mobile phone with a 4G network, and we had fantastic views. So that is what my sports is all about. So one of the things that when we were talking on Thursday, we're recording this on Friday, um, you mentioned was for the American fan, you go on ESPN Plus or DAZN or Fox Sports, and you can see, you know, basically any sporting event, Division Three basketball, um, minor league baseball, you can find it streaming. However, for cricket in India, despite the massive audience, everything is focused on top level uh, matches. When you go below that top level, if you want to try and watch it, good luck, correct? There's no opportunity. So that's number one, the first opportunity that you saw, correct? That's right. That's right. So my sports is essentially all sports, not on television. So it's actually sports agnostic and also geographic agnostic. Yes, we started with cricket uh, because that's very popular in India. And now we have added football where both scoring and streaming uh, options are available. But there's an OTT section as well where uh, we create and curate content. And there is a short video format where any sports can be captured and uploaded like it happens in the other um, you know, social network platforms. So in a way, it is uh, both a media and a medium. And Joe, I borrowed this term from you, a medium because it's a platform and media because you can literally watch your sports content, whether you generate it or it is generated by my sports as my sports special, or we actually buy the rights and put stuff here. So when you talk about sports in America, America has a market and you know, out of the top 25 leagues in the world, and in America has six of them and all huge, they've got an audience here and they've also got an audience in India, right? So if we are going to create this community, which is essentially user-generated, but we start streaming these um, matches. I was at this Yankee game a few days back and I was amazed at the kind of entertainment value that sport has, though I'm not too much of a baseball follower, but I'm sure if, if this kind of content is streamed on a platform like MySports, there will be millions of people who would want to uh, experience and, uh, and consume the content. So, so one of the things we've also talked about is the availability and this kind of database that you built for an Indian casual sports fan that really no American sports brains has captured. You know, it's always kind of when, when uh, the NFL, the NBA, minor league baseball, NCAA schools are looking abroad, they, they're looking for how do you capture those new things? How do you engage a new audience? Um, India has kind of a little bit got lost in the mix, I think, uh, when people look at expansion into China and, and some of the other places that the major leagues are doing. Um, you say you're a global platform. Um, how do you, and, and 23 countries, I think you said so far? 25. 25. How, how do you take both the content that you have now uh, and bring it to the world? And then more importantly, how do you bring other content from places that are not um, currently engaged and bring that to the Indian audience? Is that a goal? 
Yes, so I think you made a very interesting point about some of these big leagues trying to enter India. Um, uh, I feel the reason they haven't been able to make an impact is because they have gone to the media. They never had a media, mm -hmm. right? And what is the media? It's essentially all the TV channels, which, which already has so much of content around sports. Some of them uh, are sports which are played in India, and then some rural sports also have been taken into account, like Kabaddi and all. So mm -hmm. it is the TV producer who decide which sports the users or the viewers want to watch. But my sports is a medium, mm -hmm. right? Correct. So there wasn't a medium before. So mm -hmm. if there is a medium and you start putting your content mm -hmm. there, then, then there is going to be uh, viewership. And the reverse can also happen. There, there are a lot of sports in India uh, beyond cricket and football. Maybe nobody's figured out the popularity because it was always um, a push down, mm -hmm. never a pull mm -hmm. from the viewers, right? So now the viewers are going to decide what is it that they want. So let's put up for the sports or rural sports, for example, um, say I don't know, kabaddi mm -hmm. and, uh, and, uh, and 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 table tennis or table tennis or badminton or anything, right? So maybe people uh, in the other parts of the world will like it, and they will pull the content from India, like Indian audience will like to pull the content from outside of India. Yep. So it's uh, yeah, it's the medium effect, Joe. I think which is going to have a larger play as opposed mm -hmm. to the media. Mm -hmm. Um, why don't you give everyone a little bit of your background? Um, ironically, we met through our colleague, Chris Lincheski, who you went to HBS Harvard Business School. Right? That's right. Um, but give us a little bit of your background. You know, you mentioned you weren't a sports guy, you weren't a tech guy, but, you know, you being in the DC world and, and a little bit of an entrepreneur, tell them how you got to this point where you kind of crystallized this vision. Joe, 25 years back, I used to work uh, with a big four firm. It was Coopers and Librand, which became PricewaterhouseCoopers. I used to work with a division called Global Capital Market Group. I used to get companies listed in New York and London. And those days, it was um, a very sort of specialized kind of a function. Um, so it just so happened that uh, I helped the client uh, in terms of preparing them for listing. And, uh, uh, and then I ended up joining the client, which, uh, which is India's uh, one of the largest uh, news network called NDTV. Uh, I ended up working in that company for almost 16, 17 years, 12, 13 years as their CFO, and then I became uh, their uh, CEO. Um, and, um, and I think the stint at HBS really helped me because when I came back, I didn't want to be an accountant anymore. Um, and I wanted to be an entrepreneur, right? So uh, and the digital aspect of the business fascinated me because the network was there in 100 countries. Uh, so I actually got involved in the digital side of the business. And then I decided, I, I think I took a longer route, but it helped me. Uh, then I decided to become a venture capitalist because that will give me an idea to look at more industries. Uh, uh, and when I was a venture capitalist, I used to see these founders uh, pitch about new ideas, path-breaking ideas. Um, and when I looked at the sports market, that's when I was tempted to go to the other side and try it out. Um, yeah, so I think I've always been an operator, mm -hmm. but I thought, yeah, uh, let's become somebody who tries to make a positive difference. And during this business, it's very fascinating. It's, it's not only a business of sports, there is sports infusion. We are empowering millions of kids. As one of my colleagues, Shishir Hatangari, who's a very well-known uh, uh, cricket administrator, 
who is also the captain of the Mumbai Rangi team, he says that uh, there are a lot of wooden spoon sports people who don't get a chance to showcase their talent. Um, and this app that we have built is going to transform their journey from street lights to floodlights. I think that aspect fascinates me a lot. Wooden spoon to silver spoon, which was the line. So yes. I love that line. Yes. So, uh, um, what surprised you so far in this? So just to be clear, and you kind of glossed over this, this is less than a year that you've been, so going from zero to millions of downloads obviously showed that there's a market, but what's what surprised you both positively and negatively? Well, I haven't got a negative surprise as yet, thankfully, but we are just 120 days post launch of MVP and the app was, the first version of the app was launched two weeks back. But I'll tell you what surprised me and I don't have an answer for it. Um, so we got the digital global broadcasting right for Street Child Worker, which I talked about a little earlier. And uh, the Indian team went to play. Um, so a lot of influencers, they bucked up the Indian team because it was the first soccer World Cup which an Indian team was playing mm -hmm. with the Street uh, uh, Children. Um, so I got a call from one of my colleagues saying that, hey, sort of uh, my sports is um, trending on Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, I said, what does that mean? I mean, India is not a football <laughs> crazy country. We are a cricket crazy country. Who cares about uh, a tournament like this? And when I opened the app, I saw that we were trending on Twitter, uh, number one in India, and we trended for three, four hours. Uh, I, that was a with no marketing. This just happened. Zero marketing. Right. We have not spent a single dollar on marketing as yet. This positively surprised me. And I really don't know the answer, Joe, but mm -hmm. I think that there's a huge hunger for people to express their sporting journey. Mm -hmm. And uh, here we are talking about almost 22 underprivileged kids from India going and playing in an international arena. It's almost the Mecca football. And maybe that is what intrigued people find out, hey, what is going on? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that is a positive surprise. Um, the last question I want to ask you, just to, to clarify on the MySports side. So you download the app. If, if um, a cricket club or a soccer club anywhere in the world wants to use it, you kind of give them the, the package to do it. And then there's actually money that they have to pay to get um, two people involved to basically film and then do the stats. And then that all is automated. It pulls highlights that are automated. Everything is done after that. Um, and the quality has been extremely positive, correct? I mean, you've been able to pull, that, that's been one of the things is that the user experience has been pretty pristine compared to other apps that have done this before, correct? That's right. Um, so nobody has to pay anything to use the app. Uh, right. When you think about sports, more likely than not, we think about sports, which is produced professionally and shown on television. So what my sports is attempting to do or has done is produce user-generated content, which is professional grade at zero cost. Correct. And the influencers who uh, are able to, you know, what we are, what we are seeing right now, Joe, is is quite fascinating. We are seeing even a community match is attracting 750 to 1,000 views. And if we talk about matches which are equivalent to say NCAA here in America, those matches are 
getting viewership sometimes in excess of 11, 12,000 and with zero marketing. Um, so I think that is what uh, people are loving it because they are now heroes, mm -hmm. right? And the world can see them, like Shishi says, uh, street lights to floodlights, right? So that is what uh, is the differentiating factor for my sports. Great. Um, last question is, um, we have a lot of people who are changing careers, starting careers, trying to figure out what to do. Um, you pivoted several times in your career. Uh, what advice do you give people who are looking to make a change? Well, I would say that the only limiting factor for progress of humankind is imagination. Wow. I love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So never dilute your imagination, never doubt yourself. Um, and that is what it is. And for entrepreneurs, uh, young entrepreneurs, because I've been a VC, I see a lot of founders coming and pitching their business. And sometimes I feel that despite the innovation, despite the change that they're wanting to bring around, uh, there is a hunger to get high valuation. So I would like to... Uh, differentiate between value of a business and valuation of a business. Value of business comes from the innovation, but the value has to be monetized. There has to be a path to profitability. There has to be monetization. And once that happens, valuation will come. So uh, my advice to the founders would be chase value first. And uh, like I said, the mantra for success of business, I call it PSPD. P is every business which is successful should have a path to profitability. It has to be sustainable, that is the S. The P is projectable. You should be able to project which way the market or the business is going. And D is de-risking. So if you are PSPD in your business, I think you will do well. Cool. Um, so just to quickly recap, you've got the tech down, you've got the user experience down, you've quickly built a market, you haven't spent any money on marketing, you've watched your budgets, uh, you've raised money, although not profitable yet, you said, if you continue along this path, it will be not for not too long. Um, what's the biggest challenge you have in growing the business rate? And the biggest challenge right now is talent acquisition. Mm -hmm. uh, so we've, uh, this idea was conceived 17 months back. The concept, I, I uh, built the capability in terms of team uh, to make this happen and the execution has happened. Like I said, the app is out there. It was launched uh, in an MVP stage 120 days back. So we say we are a global company, but I still feel we are probably the Google of the late 90s. It's just that we don't have competition, but I think the, um, I think the competition today is looking at yesterday and trying to uh, do something much better, uh, move faster. So talent is going to be a key. And we are talking about global talent here um, uh, and tech talent here, right? Um, marketing uh, can be bought. Mm -hmm. uh, well, even talent can be bought, like concept is great, then capability. And I think the centerpiece is culture because Culture can eat strategy for breakfast. So we have a bunch of young people who work with us and uh, we have a culture which is, um, you know, uh, it's, it's uh, everybody works for, for my sports and you, you can be critical. 
you can say things behind people's back that you should be able to say it in front of them. And so we propagate that culture, uh, culture of candor, culture of feedback. Um, uh, so yeah, I hope that we uh, invest uh, a lot more in culture and try and get the best talent who can then express themselves mm -hmm. in terms of doing new things uh, uh, in the business. So last question is, where do we send everybody to download MySport? Where can we go? Uh, MySports app is available on both Android uh, and Apple Store. Uh, like I said, uh, in terms of scoring and streaming, it's available for football and cricket, but uh, you can post your uh, video or um, pictures uh, for any sports on the OTT uh, part of my sports. Great. So Saurabh Banerjee, Managing Director and Founder of My Take and My Sports. It's been a pleasure having you on the Cusp Show and enlightening our listeners on your journey and probably get you a couple more downloads. So thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Joe. Once again, this has been the Cusp Show from Columbia University. I'm Joe Favorito for my co-host, Tom Richardson. We'll see you down the road.